Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorkon, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after big news. And that's an understatement today uh, because Universal PropTech put out big enough news that the stock was halted. And as we're talking right now, it's up 20% on pretty massive volume uh, for just a couple of hours of trading. With us, we got him back again in less than a few days. Frank Carnevale, Chief Growth Officer. Uh, Universal PropTech trades under UPI and the TSX Venture Exchange. For those of you new to the story, it's going to be a lot of you because of today's news and the market activity. It means a lot of new eyeballs are attracted. Uh, as the name implies, PropTech is a combination of two words. It stands for property and technology. But as simple as that is, the implementation is anything but. But UPI has had over $35 million in revenues the last three years. They've been using federal government facilities for the last 40 years. Clients include Brookfield, Manulife, Billy Bishop Airport, University of Toronto, you name it, big names. They've got the third-party validation. But today's press release is the big news. And this kind of knocked me off my chair when I saw it. I'm going to read the headline. Universal PropTech invests in and secures defined agency rights for Iceberg's Spotlight 19 technology, which is designed, you ready for this? designed to detect COVID-19 non-invasively in under one minute. Frank, welcome back. What's going on? Thank you very much. Great to be here. Yeah, it's been a great day. Uh, obviously, we've been waiting for this day. Um, I, I think it's great. You forgot the other part. It's low cost. <laughs> oh, we're <laughs> so going to get to that. I just want to give, anything, so, yeah. just give that, great, that great... Man... Yeah, we're really excited. You know, it's not often that I left in awe or kind of speechless but when I, I had to read that headline a couple of times uh designed to provide confirmation of COVID-19 infection in less than a minute and the way it's done uh it's a finger scan right it's a non-invasive scan yeah. of a person's finger using yeah. a harmless beam of light all right so let's high level before yeah. one of the details who is Iceberg, I-S-B-R-G, one of these cool new names, Iceberg, right? Uh, and, and how does Spotlight 19 actually work? Yeah, it's, uh, so I'll, I'll give you what information I can give you. I mean, Iceberg has been in stealth mode for a while and they've been working on uh, various abilities to really monitor, monitor health, right? Monitor your, your state of infection. Uh, among other things than just COVID. And ultimately, um, you know, so they're Mississauga-based company. Duncan McIntyre is the founder and president of it. Um, so yeah, they've been in stealth mode doing a lot of interesting things. Uh, obviously, when COVID started, they, they pivoted and said, you know, there's a solution here. And very quickly, they figured out there is. Uh, so they got their proof of concept quite quickly. Um, so, you know, again, they were looking at other technology, other state of health uh, um, assessments, and they realized we need to turn our sights on COVID-19, and so they did. So we're quite excited. Now, third-party validation. You, you guys included a great quote in the press release from Michael Kelly, yeah. who was a former global VP of Amgen. A lot of people may not know who Amgen is. Right now, they're about a $135 billion mark cap company. So uh, this, this is a big company. And he said, in his words, uh, spot and I'm and I'm and I'm excerpting here. Spotlight 19, artificial intelligence and optical design innovations, subject to confirmation. These trials 
have the potential to significantly impact the global economic recovery more than any other technology available today. I mean, it's one thing for you guys to be saying that because yeah. naturally we're all conflicted when we're doing our own thing. Yeah. But you got Michael Kelly, who's got a great reputation, who's at Amgen for 14 years. He's not going to use these words lightly, man. What does it feel like to hear him say something like that? Well, I mean, it's great. It's obviously we've done our homework uh, and it uh, helps validate what it is we know uh, and, and what's going to happen. And it's not just him. I mean, you have uh, Commander Chris Hadfield, who's, who's on this advisory board and quite active in the business. So, you know, we're really excited of what uh, of the team and, and the strategy that uh, Duncan's put together. And, you know, if you can appreciate, you know, being one of your early investors in this business, we have this obligation to disclose and come out and be public about this investment. Uh, and in the coming days or so, you'll see, you know, other things happen that would be pretty exciting for Iceberg, which uh, we're obviously very excited about. Uh, but they have an impressive group of people. And, and if you think about it, I mean, Michael Kelly's right. Can you think of another technology that's going to impact opening the economy in any way compared to this? No, this is the, this is the best one I've seen so far. I got to tell you, under a minute. Yeah. Now, that is subject to clinical trials. I like that he said that too. Uh, subject yeah. to confirmation in these trials. Before we get to the trials part, Spotlight, Spotlight 19, the platform, yeah. has proof of concept, right? It has gone through a proof of concept stage. Several published studies uh, support the proof of concept uh, and the application of light to detect viruses. So you got to go through the trials, but you guys have obviously taken a look up until now. What degree of confidence in there is there in these trials and how long do you think they're going to take? Um, obviously we think a high degree. Um, we, we know we have a good understanding of what their strengths are. And I think if you look at what's happening in the marketplace, you know, the challenge hasn't been, I mean, if you compare them to the PCR test, the challenge I think has been what's available to really assess uh, or detect an asymptomatic uh, case. And ultimately, I think this technology does a great job to really uh, solve a lot of that. But from a, from a trial perspective, you know, things will play out. We're talking about, you know, give or take, we're talking about months, uh, if that, to really uh, bring it forward for the final approval. But um, it, again, it's exciting. You know, the details will come out as to how they're being tested, how they're doing it, the calibration, everything about it. But it, it is really exciting. Uh, obviously, we looked at everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could say a lot more about it at this point, but it's, it's I think great, that laugh you know, kind of says it all. I think that laugh. Yeah. 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 You know, I think it's anyone who, who this is, I'll say this. Okay. Uh, from an artificial intelligence perspective, we change our name to universal prop tech for a reason. And you probably can't find a better technology. Certainly what we've been looking at and thinking about, you can't find a better technology and a better application of saying, we're going to use artificial intelligence and technology to prevent effectively uh, people who have the virus uh, get inside of a building. We're keeping a building safe. Uh, we're, we're further protecting the people in it and making sure the building can function and open the economy. Um, and we're using technology AI to do that. that. I mean, our whole concept is healthy buildings and this is pretty important and pretty key to achieving that. So it just fit in beautifully with, with what we're up to and what we're trying to achieve right now. So trial should be a, uh, a few months, I guess it means three to five, the, four to five. You know, there, there's certain parameters as they play out that could make it quicker. It can take it long, make it longer. Um, 
but everything that we've seen, obviously, we're quite pleased and quite excited to. So, to so have you this think stuff you guys been going to market in 2021? So if you're going to the market, uh, what kind of verticals? And look, we know this applies to every vertical on the planet. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys consider, if you can share that with us, some of your high priority verticals? Well, I mean, our verticals are, it's quite clear and it's in the document, uh, all Canadian governmental bodies, agency boards and commissions. So we're talking about federal government, provincial, territorial governments, municipal governments, which is pretty much all the level, all the governments. And then you take education, uh, primary, secondary, post-secondary, and all across the country are the verticals that we've secured exclusively. And so there's definitely a plan. Uh, the, the key is the timing of it, but there's definitely a plan to roll out uh, locking down those targets, locking down um, so that we can hit the ground running uh, when obviously we do get approval, final approval. Um, is there an order? I, I think we'll go by who has the, the most assets and the most buildings and go from there. But when you start thinking about, you know, uh, border crossings, government buildings, schools, you know, you think about even September and, and the ability to, to really, um, you know, open facilities for kids to make sure parents uh, and teachers and everyone's safe going forward. We're pretty excited at the timing of this. So from a vertical market, we're really excited about what we have exclusivity to. And of course, it doesn't say that what we don't have exclusivity to, we don't go after. So we'll be quite opportunistic and strategic about what we can get done in the coming months. Uh, you're also making an investment, which I think yeah. is genius. And that makes sense, right? If that, that only led me to further believe, you know, hey, they believe in it so much, they've made a small investment in Iceberg at the same time. Are you able to discuss any details of that? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a minority investment. That's pretty much all we could say. That's, that's not in the document. Um, Again, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting because you're absolutely right. Why would you, and this was the intention on our part, to help de-risk prop tech investments. You know, you're making an investment in a technology far, you know, greater implications, far greater than just uh, Canada. And to have that ability to help de-risk it in our Canadian marketplace, you know, deploy it uh, and, and obviously generate revenues uh, and growth from that and help the company grow in size grow its, its uh, uh, market value globally, that, that's a ride we're going to hang on to, obviously. So it's pretty exciting to be able to help them de-risk it and, uh, and take it to market. Um, because it's a harmless beam of light that's, uh, that's actually scanned the finger because it's scanned, it's, it's, it's scanned the, bl the blood, right? At the end of the day. What other applications yeah. are there? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give it to you this way. I mean, Definitely, it's uh, so there, there's uh, there's certain optics involved. So it's a beam of light, and it's a very particular beam of light. There's certain optics involved in, in what it's scanning for, and it, you know ultimately whatever is in your blood is ultimately what it's going to identify. The the AI is part of it. Obviously, the AI kicks in to help identify. If you understand how artificial intelligence works, machine learning, you're ultimately teaching it to identify. This is what COVID positive people look like. This is what COVID negative people look like. This is what someone who has the flu looks like. This is what someone who doesn't have the flu looks like. And you start looking for correlations that ultimately feed the machine learning that allow you to do this pretty instantaneously going forward. So uh, tremendous amount of applications for it. Um, I like that because I mean, it's not, it's not just a one trick pony. I mean, this would be a massive yeah. one trick pony 
but at the same time, it's got multiple. Well, then put that in perspective, right? I mean, that's the exciting part is, and, and even our own business, as we've been looking at air quality, COVID-19 related solutions, uh, COVID testing is, is an $84 billion US market annually in the world, okay? Nice. Canada, okay, and we have our own challenges of getting vaccines and everything. In Canada, it's over a billion dollars annually. So I'm not too sure if someone has a two-minute solution we should be worrying about or a five-minute solution or a 10-minute solution. Um, but, you know, you start to get a sense of what opportunity exists if we can get this thing to market uh, in fairly decent order. Is it too early for you guys to talk about how you think it might impact? Because you guys had 30, you guys done over $35 million in revenue in the last three years. Is it too early to talk about how um, Spotlight 19 could potentially impact uh, the company's growth going forward? Uh, no, I, I, mean, I wouldn't say it's too early other than, uh, you know, when you look at the timing of a few months, it'll probably start to take us into, we'll definitely be in the next fiscal, uh, you know, next fiscal year from the, from a revenue perspective of, of when everything starts coming in from this. But uh, obviously as we get closer to their approval, we'll have a much better sense of how we're going to market from a pricing perspective. We do have some levers from a, a licensing, an annual licensing plus a user fee, and that goes into the mix. Uh, and it could be different solutions for different uh, customer classes. I don't think, you know, a restaurant will end up paying the same cost structure or model the same as say a school would pay. So these are things we'll have to play out. Sense. There's really nothing to compare it to, to really understand how that's going to play out. I think the key for us is the speed to which we can get it to market will be critical. There's no point in trying to get maximum oh gee you know we're, we're just we want to get maximum dollar on every single licensing deal or else well you know COVID's going to be here for a while but at some point it, it's it's people need to get their buildings open people need some comfort and we want to contribute towards that so um so from a revenue perspective uh you know absolutely in the coming months this would be a critical piece huge critical piece to uh our revenue and, and profit going forward but I will say this, if people are wondering, you know, I've, I've talked to people uh, today about, you know, an HVAC company, you know, how did you guys get into this? Again, so let, let's just follow the bouncing ball here, right? So we're opening up doors and signing contracts with government facilities across the country. Uh, we get this deal done, we then have, well, you know, there could be scenarios of people are now in a building how do you also treat the air within a building? Uh, God forbid, if someone gets in a building, even if they're negative before they got in it, they're there for six or seven hours, nothing stopping them, you know, nothing stopping the virus from spreading in them or, or becoming more uh, aware. Yeah, it's it's that. not a 100% lockdown. That's just... No, no, right? So it's, it's the lockdown at when they did the test, just like any other test. But I think our ability to do the pull through, I mean, think of our business model, our ability our model today is we have service contracts that allow us to get in the door and, and increase repair work and increase insulation work and grow our book of business with every and our, and our share of wallet with every customer. We're now just increased our customer size nationally. And we have an ability once we're in that door yeah. uh, to nurture that relationship to increase the share of wallet of all the other services we're offering. So from that perspective, it will do wonders, we believe, to at least uh, kickstarting the, it's not just walking in cold. We're literally in a door, having a conversation, loading up, uh, uh, you know, equipment in these facilities, and the ability to grow our share wallet. So we think it's quite strategic of, of how we've approached it. Yeah, to me, it makes sense actually. And it, 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 this isn't, uh, 
you're not a widget company saying, hey, how'd you guys get this? I mean, I, well, I think you know, it's a very I, I natural think, fit there. So George, I, I've known you for a number of years. I think, you know, people won't know my history, but I've lobbied for about 15 years. I created a lobby business. I know municipalities like the back of my hand. I know premiers, prime ministers, you know, I, I've worked with these people for over 20 years. And so the, you know, you can take the access part and what we need to do uh, and, and add in the HVAC, the air quality, the uh, building performance, the energy resources. Um, this is not difficult whatsoever for us to really contemplate that strategy and roll out because I've actually done that for, for 20 years. So uh, for me, I'm quite excited. I mean, I helped uh, deliver the largest wind farm in this province uh, a few years ago. Uh, I've worked on a lot of large, I've worked on the largest energy retrofit contract uh, uh, in the history in the day that I did it. So it's, this is not, uh, you, you, you know, know how to something implement we can new technology and how to get it and how to get it marketed. That's for I, sure. You I'd like to think to... that's one of the reasons why Iceberg, uh, you know, why we came to terms that I think Iceberg appreciated our, our really, you know, double ability to not only understand what happens in the building and to be able to drive that with our existing government customers, uh, but also have the ability to walk into these facilities and have those conversations with mayors, uh, presidents of universities, premiers. So, Well, based on that, we could go way deeper on this, but I think it's smart at this point to let things unfold. And uh, given, given the fact that there are trials that can be going on, new partnership, all, all sorts of things, it sounds like going to be unveiled in the coming weeks and few months we'll save that deep those deeper dive conversations for for those ones but yeah, yeah. I, I i mean i'm i'm still a little bit almost i think hey, george uh, i, I saw the headlines week, i almost shook my head i told you last week there's a new sheriff in town right we signed up lumen ultra and i told people we're, you know we're going to capture we're going to find covid and here we are we're not even letting covid get past the door so you know, I'm, I'm sticking to that. We're the new sheriff in town and, and our package of what we're working on is the way to solve COVID in any facility if you want to open the economy in this country. Frank, I don't, I'm going to leave it there, right there because anything above and beyond that would uh, would take away from that message. Powerful message and you're putting your money where your mouth is. Just the, last week we talked about the deals that you brought into the company, uh, new products, new partnerships. Now this, which again has left me dumbfounded, uh, and I can't wait to see what you're going to do as chief growth officer over at, uh, at Universal PropTech. It's amazing what you've done already. And I can't wait yeah. to see this unfold. And by the way, good for society too, right? <laughs> I mean, let's not forget wow. that. Absolutely. I mean, look, uh, of course it's great for society. If nothing opens, none of us are going to do well. So we need to help get past this. And we think we found some great ways of doing that. So we're really excited. Thanks for joining us, Frank. Good luck. Thanks, Can't wait Richard. to have you back. I mean, we only had you on a few days ago, so you know you're yeah. on a you're on a every few day rotation right now. So we're going to hold you to that. Yeah. When are we renaming the show? <laughs> the Carnivale, the Carnivale Small Cap, Small Cap Carnivale. There you go. That's it. That works. Something. Yeah. Small Cap Carnival with Frank Carnivale. Just, just just growth of the day. Yeah, Maybe something a, like that. Man. Nothing else matters. This is this is the only thing that matters. Yeah. No, great. Great stuff, cool. Frank. Can't wait to have you back. And congratulations, all. You know, we're we're having a little tongue in cheek here, but congrats. This is a major third party validation again of Universal PropTech. The fact that you were able to secure uh, agency rights, you know, defined agency rights, make an investment. You guys are, you guys are doing amazing things. 
continued success, my friend. Thanks, George. We'll talk soon. For everyone at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast to Frank Carnevale, Chief Growth Officer of Universal PropTech, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol UPI. Go do your due diligence at Agoracom. Go read this press release today and then get over to the Universal PropTech site and do your due diligence there. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great day. See you next time.